0: What is your first response when life falls apart? I think most of us feel abandoned by God in those moments. And our first response might capture the rawness of how we feel. It takes a commitment to hold on to God in those moments until you can feel His presence with you. We have to hold on to God through the pain. I'm Lori Short, and this is my 10-minute podcast where I give a spiritual insight each week. And these insights are from my book, Faith, Doubt, and God's Mysterious Timing, and the Bible stories that I reference in that book. And today's podcast is focused on a belief system that many of us have, that when things are good, God is with us, and when they're not, God has abandoned us. But the story of Job shows us something very different about God, that he is with us no matter what we face. God is not in our circumstances. God is with us in our circumstances. But the person in the book of Job that I want to focus on today is someone I'm betting you've heard very little about. But I think her story has so much for us when it comes to our response to devastating circumstances. We're going to look at Job's wife. And we have very limited knowledge about her because she only has one sentence in scripture. If you have heard of her, you've probably not heard anything good because of this sentence. But after we explore her story a bit more, you might understand her more than you thought. Her sentence is spoken in Job chapter 2, and it's after her husband has just had his whole life fall apart. So by default, her life has fallen apart too. Now we as readers see why this happened to Job. In the first chapter, we learn why all these things happened to him. God has just affirmed Job as a model person who was devoted to him, and Satan challenges God. That if Job lost everything, he would curse God. But God believes in Job. So the whole time this is happening to Job, God is actually on Job's side, but he doesn't know it. Satan is the one that creates the devastation that happens to him. Job loses his property, his livelihood, his home, his children, and eventually his physical health. As he is covered in boils. But here's what you may never have thought of before. Everything apart from the boils happened to Job's wife, too. She was the default victim in Job's story. And in the midst of watching all of this happen, after Job was such a God fearing man, you can understand why she thought God had let Job down. And so she says to him, Are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. When we think of her as an angry woman spitting it out, it sounds like a bitter, unfortunate response to him. But imagining her as a grieving mother and wife, crying while she says it, you can have some sympathy as to why she said it. And if you're like me, you may wonder if you would have said it too. Sometimes our first response is not our final response. After time and prayer and sitting with God, we might eventually respond differently. But I know I've had some first responses to God that have come from a weakened emotional state that weren't my finest spiritual responses. And I believe God has grace for those moments. But even if we wouldn't go as far as Job's wife did, surely we can understand her pain. What we don't know is what happened to her after that. Maybe she left and never came back. That's what I always thought reading this story. But maybe she stood at a distance and watched what happened. We don't know. There is one verse at the end of the book that leaves room for the possibility that she might have come back to Job at the end. Chapter 42 verse 11 says Job's family and friends and everyone who knew him before came back to console him once his life was restored. Did she come back with everyone or did she leave in the middle of Job's story thinking it was the end? There are a couple things that we can take from her story into our own life. What we learn from Job's wife is that we should never leave a story too soon, even if it's a tragedy. Living in pain is hard, but we need to follow Job's example of holding on to God. In Job chapter 2, as a response to his wife, he says, Should we accept good from God and not trouble? Now, Job cried out throughout the whole entire book, and he was honest with his feelings, but he never let go of God. When his wife says, curse God and die, that is the language of letting go. We have to stick with God in the continuation of the story. I always say that if you got up this morning and you're still breathing, God is not through with your story. No matter how things look, things will eventually evolve and change. And you'll be able to see so much more about your painful situation now as time passes. So don't give up on God. Cling to him. Cry out to him. You can even yell at him. That's what Job shows us in his book. But don't give up. The other thing that we learn is when you share pain with a loved one, it can either tear you apart or bring you together. And it's better to face tragedy together. Job's wife abandoned Job because of their pain, and they miss the support that they could have given each other by holding on to each other through the pain. This happens so often to couples and even families in loss. Loss can drive people apart when they need each other most, and this is an added tragedy. So hold on to God, no matter how things look, and hold on to your loved ones who might share your pain, even if their response to it is different than yours. You can be honest with God. You can cry out if you need to, yell if you need to, Job did all of that. And at the end of his book, he is the one that is affirmed by God as having the honest response to what was happening to him. But don't abandon your story before it's through. That's what Job shows us. And don't abandon others in your pain. I think we all want someone to be mad at when things fall apart. But when you walk away from each other... You miss out on the support that you could get from each other. Don't abandon the people who understand your pain. And don't abandon the God who is with you in it. No matter how things may look, remember, God is with you. I hope this helps the next time you face a dark time. Thanks for tuning in. If you are encouraged by today's podcast, be sure to check out Lori's new book, Faith, Doubt, and God's Mysterious Timing. Lori also has a new 10-week video study to accompany the book, which can be found on RightNow Media and lorishort.com.